And Lord yes, have mercy. And we're live. How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Running Gun Podcast. I'm Jay Peeps. I'm JC. Hey man, where this energy at? We got my friend, <laughs> uh, my rival, my <laughs> The, the inspiration, the, your inspiration, because you got the headband on again today. I see how it is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, you know. I, I thought he was going to trademark it. But did, he, but, did he, but did he wear it last week or the week before or the week before? I'll, I'll no, he did not. Rivalry day. Look, even, uh, Cleveland, uh, even Cleveland Brown agrees with you, Allison. It's okay. I'll take inspiration. Oh, We're good. Oh, <laughs> you know oh, what? Lord, I ain't even worried about it. We got a good show. For you guys today i'm not certain on anything that's gonna be good punches will not be pulled uh this one has fries going not on in the background there's a whole bunch of stuff going on here guys yes there so is there's home bear with us please stay and uh don't forget to like share follow Hey, what's going on, guys? This is JP. This is the Bull. This is JC. This is Flash. This is Denny Hendricks. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. And you're listening to the Run and Gun Podcast. I'm just messing with you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, from the Penalty Talk Studios, we bring to you the Run and Gun Podcast with your host, JC and J Peeps. And fortunately, they have the queen of excellence on the scene this week, Miss Allison Posey. I'll try to carry you guys. We're good. It's okay. Whoa! Oh, oh okay. We're starting, we're starting hard. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this, do not forget to comment and we want all because this is gonna be a fiery one, obviously. (laughs) So first thing we're gonna start off with and we're gonna close this segment with interesting stuff. So Southern pounded Jackson State 34 to 14. How y'all feeling about all this now? Now that we've seen Jackson State get exposed over like the, what the past two weeks, it's spring. It's spring. I think I, we okay. talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think the last time I was on, it, it, yeah. Dion took over December after the high school season was over. So you got to think yep. from the time he took over until now, it's literally been like four months. This is spring. It's like a glorified spring football season. They're just playing other people instead of being isolated amongst themselves. So is it time to freak out? Is it time to worry? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And they, they're, I think they're three and two. They've lost their last two games. But Southern is a very good team, too. Southern's, I mean, they're no slouch. So, yeah. again, not worried about it. I mean, it is what it is. If they start losing in the fall, we'll talk about it then. But it's spring football. Wow, JC? ladies and gentlemen, she uttered the words that I've uttered for the past while now. Isn't that right, peeps? 
Isn't that right? Kind of, but say yeah. <laughs> what? Ain't no kind of. You know what? No, here I'm we go. You. you know what? It's whatever. But, it, but it, I it, mean, it, I will it. say. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know what? It, it it's cool to say, oh yeah, Jackson State. Now all of a sudden, you know, they they done met their matches and stuff. They done seen the Tiger Kings, right? Do we have that on file? I I know I didn't say I was gonna say it, but um, no, my God. it's no. uh, it's no more. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. What is this? I grew up another one for Southern, but <laughs> but <laughs> he totally lost his train of thought. Totally lost his train. You were but, going one way, and you're going the other way now. But he asked for it. Oh, he asked for it. Uh, but oh like gosh. you said, it's a glorified spring season, right? It doesn't really matter until we end up in the fall. Right, what happens in the fall is gonna happen in the fall, and that's when it really matters. We were talking about the SWAC championship, I believe it was last week, and that's where that came from. Spring, eh, right? If you're really getting this hyped up over spring, I think the only thing that you want to see is players that wouldn't normally get a chance to play, get some reps, right? And you want everybody to be healthy for the fall. That's what I was going to say. Injuries. Injuries right now. You don't want somebody to get hurt during this kind of glorified spring season and then be taken out in the fall. Like, I get it. There's still a championship. But is it a true championship? I mean, no. It's To me, it's not. It's not. And you saw, I mean, you saw today, you saw today the MEAC pulled out. I mean, there are only three teams playing, but the MEAC doesn't have an automatic qualifier now for the FCS playoffs. Whoa. Because... Yeah, that happened just a couple hours ago because they can't play each other because of COVID restrictions. Nobody can travel. So, I mean, again, it, it's a glorified. I'm with you. I actually agree with you, JC. I like wholeheartedly. Whoa. It's a glorified spring. It's a glorified spring. Don't get the kids hurt. Let them play. Let them get some refs. You know, I praise FAMU and I praise Bethune Cookman. For not playing, take care of yourselves, get better, and then when fall comes around, you can show people who you really are. Right. Yeah. Right. What's the point of going all out, right, and risking health, right, for a championship with an asterisk? Absolutely. See, that's the thing people don't understand. Everybody's, especially a lot of the people that hate to say it, don't know the ins and outs of health sciences. Or don't want to pay attention to it, they don't get that part. So I'm like, you know, the body, you create stress when you overwork yourself. You well, and you have to think to... these these guys that are playing now, so they're playing now and they're playing your real football, tackle football against another team, mm -hmm. and then in four or five months, they're gonna put their body through this again. So I'm yep. interested to see how this impacts those teams because normally these guys have about a, about nine months to heal their bodies. That ain't happening. Yep. I mean, these guys are playing a season, and then four or five months from now, they're going to strap up again and play another full season. So I'm very Get interested ready. to see the team that did play, how it affects them. Oh. I agree. Got her. I agree. <laughs> I know. I was yeah, totally shaking out there. So what, you going to get me now? All right, but then, <laughs> it, it'll be interesting some, to see what coaches oh, who are playing right are gonna do for the fall. Like, what do you choose to keep going and keep people working out, whether it's on a light schedule or do you shut everybody down? 
There's no right or wrong answer. I guess we'll find out in the fall, right? Well, and that's the thing yeah. too. This is un you have to think this is unprecedented. This hasn't been done before. So there's really no playbook for it. It's not like, oh yeah, remember that time five years ago where we played a real spring season or a glorified spring and then turned around five months later and played a fall? No one's ever done that before. So there is no playbook to take it out of. Everyone's just kind of flying by the seat of their pants right now. I don't think it's right. Like I said, I commend FAMU and I commend schools that decided to not play this spring. I understand, you know, you're saving money, but you're really saving the guy's health because at the end of the day, that's what matters. We have a spring championship cheer for those teams that remained in. I mean, sometimes, sometimes the truth hurts. It is what it is. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. Shout out to all the swag so, fans who talked hate to us for saying that the spring season was stupid way back. Amen. Then. Amen. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me started. But um, also, we had another spring game take place. This one was by the, the people that were smart in Tallahassee, Florida. Damn, you had their spring game this past weekend. I, Alice, I was expecting to hear from you from for that, but I, I know you were in Indianapolis. So, I mean, what, so if you saw me, I did, did not. I did not go to the spring game. I was actually at a wedding on Saturday. So my apologies. I don't have the insider information from the spring game. However, I had gone to several spring pra I had gone to several spring practices leading up to this to this and they they're calling it an open practice. Don't call it a spring game. They're calling it an open practice. There's some NCAA legality stuff. You're technically not supposed to call it a spring game. It's um cuz they're they're in season right now, so you can't call it a spring game. It's an open practice, which is what it was. Um, okay. But leading up to it, I mean, the competition is there. You have to think it's almost the exact same team as it was when this team played their last game back in November of 2019. Um, I mean, these guys, they're juiced. They're ready to go. Um, I'm excited to see how this quarterback battle continues. I Coach Simmons talked about that after the game on Saturday or after the open practice on Saturday. You have four guys that are contending for that spot, and each of them brings kind of a different element to this team. He wants it to go into the summer, and I'm excited to see how it all plays out. I will say one thing. Go ahead. Who is it? Congratulations on your nuptials, Alice. Oh, I didn't get married. <laughs> I went to a wedding. <laughs> yeah, no, she said she went to one. I went to a wedding. I did not get married. No, no ring. No, no wedding ring yet. <laughs> but but um, yes, I will say I I agree. That's what I came away from it with, even though I didn't get to go or even like see it. And that's Rattler Booster's fault. But um, I will say that I noticed one thing. I was like, hold up. A lot of these quarterbacks, like last time I saw them play a game or even on the sideline, they looked pretty skinny. But now I see yeah. them now in these highlights I'm watching. Well, these guys got big in what well, a year and got, a half. They do have it. They have a new strength and conditioning coach. The former strength and conditioning coach that was there, he left earlier this spring. But Parker, who was there that left, yeah. I mean, he he's been working with these guys for a while to get them healthy, to get them healthier, to put on weight. And then the new strength guy that's in now, he's just continuing what Parker started. So yeah, a lot of these guys, and that's all they've been doing. You have to think that's all they've been allowed to do is work out. So, of course, they're going to be bigger, which, again, I'm excited to see how that translates to the fall. You know how it goes. You 
turns dogs loose. Perfect timing. Perfect timing on quarter one. Look at that. Look at us. I know, right? When you turn the dogs loose after they've been after they ain't been hunting for a while, you know they go hungry. What? Yeah. Dangerous thing. They, they haven't played. That's what used to. I got yeah. it. I got it. And I've said that from the beginning. They haven't played since I think it's November. I looked it up. It's like, I think it's November sixteenth of twenty nineteen. This team has not played a game. And as FAMU fans know, that game didn't go the way they wanted it to go. So not yep. only have they not played in that long, they're moving to the SWAC. They got something to prove, and they open up with Jackson State. So yeah, this team is hungry. <laughs> there you go. The dogs are loose. <laughs> A pissed off bunch of dogs, Raider. <laughs> not that noise, no. Yeah, not that, that dog. That's you, gonna be you, could, you, you may be able to say that's their opponents. You could say that. Yeah. There you go. I agree. Wow. But now we're on to the NFL and. As we said on Monday night in our private meeting, Teddy Bridgewater can't catch a break. So Sam Darnold has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. I'm sorry. And the Jets receive a 2021 sixth round pick and a 2022 second and fourth round pick. So I have to ask y'all, is, is there going to be a QB competition? Because some people say there's not. Some people say there is. Oh God! Oh God! JC's oh. he's holding it in. Oh God! I want to know: Sam um, Darnold against Teddy Bridgewater? Is it a QB all, battle or is it just not? drop that? Drop is, that. Can I? Can I? Here's the thing: Is Teddy Bridgewater going to be healthy or is he going to be hurt? Because he's perennially hurt. It doesn't matter. It, it's not going to matter. I'd have a I'd have a limping Teddy Bridgewater one arm over Sam the Jets Darnold. And hell, if you want to go even further back, Sam USC Darnold. He was What'd you say? What was that? I said the dogs are loose. No peeps. What'd you What'd you say? Oh no, I said he won that Rose Bowl. He won. He won himself the New Year's Six Bowl at USC. Did you have to bring that up? You mean his? You have to bring that up. You had to bring that up, didn't you? You had to bring that not, up. Not, not, not his junior year in which he got blown out and exposed and decided, hey, I'm going to go oh, to yeah. the NFL regardless. Yeah, but but, are you, and the, but the thing is, too, are you still going to ride the, laure, well, the laurels of his college career? That I mean, questionable if it's even good or not. Made, or are you going to go on what he's done in the NFL? Career. You can't continue to ride the college coattails. It's the same thing. It doesn't he mentioned his college career, thing. so I had to mention that Rose Bowl. But I will say he hasn't been the best – in the NFL, a, so I mean, I'm like, understand. Yeah. I'm like, look, it's a tough yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, now let's let's be fair. I'm sorry to buddy. Listen, let's I'll, be fair. I'll be fair. I'll be devil's advocate here. He's okay? been playing for it the Jets. It's an upgrade on the offensive line, and it's an upgrade for targets that he's throwing to. So he does have that going for him, going from the Jets to the Panthers. Now yeah. he has to capitalize on that. Playing devil's advocate again, I think this is Teddy Bridgewater, 100% all the way. Been a fan of Teddy when he was with the Saints, so I'm I'm a Teddy fan. Can he capitalize on that upgrade? That's the question, and I don't think he can. Who was the first team Teddy played for in the NFL? I was about to say just the Saints, the Vikings, because he was he was winning yeah, in Minnesota till he got fan, hurt. So. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, he was out you for can, a little while. Like, hey, you know, he lost his starting position when he was hurt. I, 
But understand, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold is a heck of a quarterback still. He's just been like Archie Manning was with the Saints. There was nobody, there's nobody to block for him. There was nobody around. That's what I'm saying. Right. Playing doubles advocate, he has that upgrade going to the Panthers. He's got an offensive line. Mm-hmm. He's got guys to throw to now. So now you just have now. Now is going to be the test for him. Was it the Jets or was it him? And we'll find out soon enough. We sure will. I, I would say it was more so Adam Gase. Because remember, Ryan Tannehill didn't play great under Adam Gase either. Nobody played yeah. great under Adam well, Gase. Well, I mean, well, and the Jets have had a load of issues for a very long time. So yeah. <laughs> this isn't exactly. a new thing with the Jets. I mean, the Jets, they've struggled for quite a while now. There's a lot of things going on with the Jets. It hasn't been that long. I mean, since Broadway Joe left, it's, you know. Decent amount of time. Decent amount of time. <laughs> Farm is one of the Curtis Martin days, but that's accurate. Since Joe Namath, that's accurate. Curtis Martin. <laughs> I mean, the Jets. The Jets made out like a bandit, though. I mean, they're getting what three picks out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. you lose a guy yep. who wasn't really doing much for you, anyways. You get three picks. Call it a day. I mean, yep. send him out. Send him out the door. Wish him good luck, and then you you get three picks to play with. So. Yeah. If you're judging winners and losers here, the Panthers at best have a have a at worst have a backup to to Bridge or to Teddy, and the Jets get those three picks. So who's the winner here? But the important part is you have to be able to capitalize on those picks that you have. Yeah, and that's the thing. And the Jets again don't don't jet it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, I feel sorry for. Oh my gosh, I feel so sorry. It's either gonna be Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Oh, yeah. Lord help. <laughs> Entering your career on a sour note, <laughs> but maybe they can be the savior. You never know. But they have to get guys. I mean, like you guys were saying, they have to get guys around them. You can't just draft mm-hmm. an all-star quarterback and not have a line to protect them and receivers to throw to. I mean, you can't do that. You have to make those picks worthy picks. So again, you can draft a Justin Fields, and I know there's Justin Fields fans here because we've talked about Justin Fields before. You have to get guys around him that you can build that offense around. And the Jets don't have that right now. You know, since you you uh, since Peeps you brought up his name, and uh, Allison, since you decided to avoid his name, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Zach Wilson. Oh, oh here we go. Crazy, right? We go. That's funny. No, I had to get an "I told you so" real behind. <laughs> go for it go for it let's hear it I'm, it's all right it's cool it's it's understandable everybody wants to hop on my dark horse now right uh, all of a sudden he's the he's the next best thing out here right oh wow excuse me espn for hopping on my bandwagon step off all right cool i'm good what's next Wow. Um, Obviously not cool. (laughs) Let's talk about this. (laughs) So also what happened is, well, two interesting things. Tom Brady's rookie card sold sold for $2.25 million. And then also, too, um, the 49ers and the Saints both said that they are open to taking a QB of the future. The Saints have expressed interest in Kyle Trask. 
I know she. I knew she's a Saints fan. She likes. She, she likes that. I yeah. Knew. I, I mean, this is the thing. I, whether the Saints do it or not, I, who knows? I mean, they're going with Jameis. Jameis is their guy right now. So, is Jameis the quarterback of the future? Is Taysom Hill gonna be that guy? Do you get a guy like Kyle to learn under it? I mean, who knows? I, I, I don't know. I do like Kyle Trask. I think Kyle Trask, I don't think he got the credit he deserved this year playing for Florida. He he had a hell of a season. But not even that, I don't think he's getting the respect now. Like, you talk about all these quarterbacks and who people are going to draft and stuff, and you really don't hear Kyle's name mentioned at all. And I think it's a shame because I think he's a guy that could do something real special in the NFL. Hey, Kyle. So we'll see. Hey, Kyle. But you know what? It's really honey, good. Honey bunny. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's for Kyle Trask. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I will agree because like people, that's that's one of two guys that people are. My bad, JC. I'm sorry. I don't know how y'all feel about Sam Ellinger, but like Kyle Trask has been kind of down there with Who? Sam Ellinger's getting tall. Huh? Who? Well, Kyle Kyle Trask also was not respected during the season too. All these awards that he that I mean, he yeah. didn't really start getting noticed for the Heisman until late in the year, and he rewrote the record books this season. So like, I, I've I've never understood why he didn't get. And granted, he had a lot of really good targets to throw to on that Florida offense, but you got to have a quarterback yeah. to do it too. I mean. Mac Jones had a lot of great receivers too, but Kyle had a lot better. I mean, it, I just again, I don't understand the the lack of attention. I guess is the word I'm looking for for him. So we'll see. I do want to say about the trading cards though. Invest in trading cards because I'll tell you this: we have a lot of baseball trading cards. I'm not going to tell you who it is and which one, but we have one that's worth over five thousand dollars right now. So invest. They're a good investment. I got do some it. too. Yeah, you would be surprised, and a lot of people don't realize how much they are. Look, get on eBay, get on Google some of those old rookie cards. You would be amazed. Some of them are worth thousands of dollars, thousands. Hey, real quick, I remember my downstairs neighbor when I lived in an apartment. The maintenance, uh, her brother borrowed one hundred fifty dollars from her, didn't pay her, didn't pay her back. So she took his two shoeboxes full of baseball cards. And sold them to one of the maintenance men for one hundred fifty dollars. A satchel. Oh, I bet you he made uh, he tripled, listen, quadrupled that. One of those boxes had a satchel page and a Josh Gibson. The other one had a Nolan Ryan rookie card and a Mickey Mantle rookie card. So yeah. You, yeah, like I said, invest. <laughs> right. So when her brother came back, her brother was like, "I think I'm going to prison." She's like, "Why? What'd you do?" It was what I'm about to do. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. I'm God. telling you, like you would be surprised. And like I said, we didn't realize how much some of them were worth, and we started looking at them. Thousands of dollars. We probably easily have over ten thousand dollars in baseball cards, and like didn't even try. And they're just old rookie cards and stuff that we have. It's insane. It makes me wonder how much that Mariano Rivera baseball I have is worth. Did he? He signed it. Yeah, he signed it. I met him after. Oh, the you better look it up. <laughs> You might be I'm in college for the you. wrong reason. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, you would be shocked. Derek Jeter both, him and Derek Jeter both signed that ball. Yeah. Oh, but JC, you all right? Wait till you CPR. <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming home and I'm the one without the baseball card. So my goodness. <laughs> you wait till the end of this quarter when I go back home. Ooh. 
Yeah. Um, I'd have been back home this weekend if I knew I. <laughs> Shoot, I would have left the show. Exactly. Thanks, bro. Like, I'm out of here. Appreciate, bye. Appreciate it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't tempt me. Hey, this is the third quarter. What are we talking about? Oh, we're talking oh, about that's... the NCAA. So, a little interesting. Yes! Baylor! The Arizona Destroyed. women's head coach. You're not going to Abby Barnes' father is Pete Barnes. He played in the NFL and played at Southern. So there's mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a legacy thing there in, in HBCU connection. But mm-hmm. also, too, yeah, Baylor jumped Ooh, out on Gonzaga. She just missed – she got the back iron of that three, or they would have been, you know, raising the banner. Oh, yeah, that that women's game, yeah. yeah. And I'll say this, and I've read a lot – I didn't get to watch a ton of the women's tournament because I was in Indianapolis um, following Florida State. That. She keeps saying Oh, that. it was trip of a lifetime. I loved it. But I didn't get to watch a lot of the women's tournament, but the games that I did watch, very, very good games. So all these people want to dog women's basketball. Do don't say that until you watch it. A lot because there's been all kind of talk about the women's game with the you know the lack of the weight rooms and stuff, and a lot of people oh well they don't make the money. They don't make the money. I know that. I understand that. But it's still good basketball. Watch it. There were a lot of really, really good women's basketball games. They're way more fundamentally sound than the men. Uh, they've just, always been, yeah. always. You can say the same thing about the WNBA and the NBA because yeah. the, the women aren't going to do the flashy stuff. It's common knowledge. You're not going to get the dunks and all that fun stuff. But fundamentally, ten times more fundamental than the men's games. Absolutely. I Absolutely. will say, I will say that Stanford didn't win the tournament, and, I, and they won that. They got the ring, but to be honest, South Carolina lost the game, and so did Arizona. So that's by why default, you, that's why that's why you play though. That's exactly. why you pl- that is why you play. That's why it's called March Madness. I mean, it's anything can happen this time of year. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't there a kickball that they didn't call on Stanford when they played South Carolina? That wasn't at the end of the game though. No, and there were it a couple a- questionable foul calls too that they didn't call that people were talking about after. Yeah. But again, I mean, that, that's, it's going to happen. I mean, I, I, I'll bring up Florida State and Michigan. That game was very whistle heavy. I think Michigan had seven fouls to Florida State's like 21 or something at the end of it. I don't remember what the stat was, but it was ridiculous. So, I, I, again, a lot of questionable. It's like that. It doesn't matter. It's like that out of the tournament too. It's like that in the beginning of the year, but – yeah, I mean, I, I, I super both tournaments, very good tournaments. I'm super impressed yeah, with it, and, and they did it. They did it well too, being at host sites like that. Mm-hmm. And I was reading something today where they're talking about doing that in the future, not making each round be in certain cities, clumping them a little bit more. And I think it's a good idea. It gets fans in a central yeah. location. You don't have to travel. If you're a fan, you don't have to spend as much money to fly to all these different places, too. Mm-hmm. You can stay in a place for a week instead of having to buy a plane ticket or drive into all these different locations for games. But I think having it in these different locations helps build fan bases outside of your backyard as well. Because you, like, I think if, you can. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I do. I do agree with that. But I will say, being being in Indianapolis, and granted, I was only there for the Sweet Sixteen, and then I left because Florida State lost. I left before that Tuesday game, so I was there five days. But just seeing the 
I guess the, the amount of fans and the different number of fans, and there weren't a lot because, again, the restrictions and stuff, only 3,500 fans were allowed in, in Banker's life. I mean, some of the smaller arenas, it was like 500 people. Mm-hmm. But seeing everybody there and seeing kind of the, the life that it brought to the city, I mean, the entire city was decked out. There were banners everywhere and flat. It was really, really cool to see kind of that atmosphere. And if it's in one place long enough, you can build up that atmosphere. Like think of it in a non-COVID year, you could have all kind of stuff going on. Kind of like how Omaha does with baseball or Oklahoma City does with softball. You can have concerts, all kind of stuff to kind of rally around if it's there in one location for a week or longer. JC, what's wrong? She makes points. She does. Wow. Which this whole rivalry week is dead because you're like, I know. you've given in. I want energy, man. I want and you got a headband on looking like Rafael Nadal. Come on. Listen, he wears the headband to try to rival me. And you're disappointed. If you're going to wear the headband, you got to represent the headband. We talked about this. You got to represent. I think I got something that's going to trigger him. Hold on. But wait till we go. Way too early college football polls have Texas A&M at number one, Iowa State at six, and Indiana at ten. I knew that was gonna get him. What? I knew, okay. okay. Yes. Now, first that, of that all, is... y'all done lost y'all goddamn mind if you think that Ooh. Texas A&M should be number one. Okay. Ooh. Jimbo, don't get me wrong. Jimbo has done some good things, right? <laughs> but to be number yeah. one. Have you you have the rest of these mind? two and a half minutes? Go off. Two and a half minutes. Here we go. I'm going to sit back. <laughs> Here we go. And you know what? I don't need this stuff from you, Allison. But <laughs> what I will say, what has Alabama done and shown us over the years not to be respected in such a fashion? I mean, goodness gracious. It seems like every year with Alabama, huh? Don't you yes. think we should respect them and give them the number one instead of Texas A&M behind? Listen, I, if Alabama was number one, I would. I hate two early polls. They did it with basketball the other day too, and I don't want like, anybody can get hurt. Yeah, you're, people can get hurt. I've never understood. I don't like preseason. I don't like preseason. I don't like way too early. Let the people play. Let them play a couple weeks, and then we'll talk about rankings. This six months in advance stuff, is, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Baylor won. Yeah, yeah Baylor did when They won convincingly. I'm not going to lie. Baylor outgunned them, out-physicaled them, out-hustled them. Baylor did everything that they were supposed to do. They dominated. And- dominated. That defense was stifling. Absolutely. Everybody was talking about how they had the biggest mismatch with Timmy in the middle, right? But those centers mm-hmm. at Baylor, they they came out swinging. They were I physical. Mean, they did not. They, they came out physical. They did not allow Timmy to get the looks <laughs> that he was getting all throughout the tournament. So I, I mean, the thing with Gon- well, the thing with Gonzaga, too, I was really wondering how they would do coming off of their win in the Final Four. They were either going to build off of that or crash because it was such like an emotional win, I guess is the word I'm looking for. And they, they didn't come out energized. Like they, I don't know if it was a mix of that mixed with the way Baylor came out, but it was a complete mis- mismatch from tip. I mean, Baylor came out with a statement. I mean, they... <laughs> 
they were like, we're winning this national title. Don't get in our way. And I mean, they shot. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't even fair. It was not even close. Not even close. They shot the lights out of the building. I think at one point it was. They were six of six. It's insane. Early, early in the first. I mean, it's it insane. was. Well, and to maintain that too, like it's one thing. It's one thing to shoot like that in like the beginning of the tournament, but in the national title game when you've been grinding for so many, and you got to think too. These guys, the way the tournament was set up, they hadn't been home in like a month. They spent a month on the road. So just the grind of that, being in a hotel bubble for literally four weeks time, I mean, it's amazing how they played that championship game. It's very interesting. It really we had our meeting before uh, before the game and uh, we were we were talking about Gonzaga, right? Raving about Gonzaga. And then, and then we, we started thinking about it. We ain't heard nothing about Baylor. That whole section... Yeah. Of the, of the tournament had been real quiet. I had an uneasy oh, feeling, and I kept saying oh, it. Oh, I got an uneasy <laughs> feeling about this. Other than write the Oral Roberts thing, you didn't hear anything about Baylor. You didn't hear anything going on. You heard about the other yep. side, but you ain't, you ain't know what was going on. So I, it, it was very interesting to be able to see Baylor come out of, like, the woodwork, the shadows, whatever you want to call it, and just boop, knock everybody's bully down. It was like it was like Mike Shashevsky's summer camp went to Rucker Park. Oh, that's really what it looked like. I'm sorry. It was that. I mean, it, it was a total mismatch. I do agree with you. It was like this is the title game. Like what, this, these say. two teams are the best teams left. UCLA had that's to be that's shaking that's their head, going, "Really, <laughs> we lost to this team." Yeah, I will say that. Like what you just said. That was like the nice version of what someone on Twitter said yeah. about that whole championship game. But uh, we are now in the fourth quarter. So Hot topics. So the interesting thing that happened is the 2021 All-Star game got moved out of Atlanta after the latest developments of Georgia voting laws. So I, I was kind of curious why, but I read about why, and I was like, whoa, okay. But I mean, that makes sense. And they're saying like, are some things gonna follow that so i was like hmm. we're getting political yeah i i i hate to get political but i mean no no no, no, no. that's okay put on put on your put on your ron DeSantis headband josh i'm getting a degree for this hold on his ron DeSantis. put on your ron DeSantis headband jc oh yeah hold on uh, Shout out to Bobby Bowden by the way. For what? Yeah, that was cool. That was cool today. What that happened? was cool. He got the Florida Congressional Medal of Honor. It's the inaugural one, and he got it today, which was really cool. He got up and spoke. 90, 92 years old, man. Kicking butt, taking names. I love it. The goat. The so cool. goat. Literally. But JC, you had you you had something? Hold on. Oh, I, my bad. We gotta have something for Bobby Bowden. That's that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go that was ahead, good Governor. stuff today. Governor, go ahead. Find, I couldn't find my tinfoil hat in time. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I like to think that we're all making great moves as America, right? You know, we're doing a whole bunch of great things going on here. You know, I, I can't really think for myself now that Trump's out of office. Uh, I mean... There's just a whole bunch of great things going. I don't know what the problem is in Georgia. I know that a lot of people have broken down the 
iconography that was going on in the picture with that voting bill being signed but it, it's it's absolutely wonderful you know everything's just it's great it's fantastic america's great again baby Wow. I, will, um, I will say this, and I, I, I don't want to get too political, but I, this will be my two cents, and I'll be done with it. Shh, everybody, shh. Go ahead. You can move games out of places. You know, the Masters today announced that they're sponsoring, like, a women's team and all kinds of stuff when women weren't even allowed there until recent memory. Like, Come on, Allison. You, yes. You can do you can do all these great things, but until you actually get out day to day and not make a scholarship, a one-time scholarship, or not make, you know, pulling a game out of a city to make a to make a statement, you have to do the day-to-day work. If you're go- if you want to see change for real, you need to get into inner-city neighborhoods and help kids and in- kids in general. If, if you want to make a real if you want to make a real change in this world, which I think most people do, just people don't know how to do it. You have to want it. You can't just pull a game or set up a scholarship. Like I said, you have to you have to get down to the roots and you have to help kids because cliche kids of the future. You you got to want it from the ground up. And, and I know people do things with intentions and trying to be good and trying to be politically correct and everything. But, but until you're doing the little things every single day, it's not going to make a difference. Well, a lot of it is, is learned or or taught. So with that going on, I mean, you have to be able to teach people about not necessarily uh, equality, but equity, right? Yeah. Especially with the longstanding problems that this country has had. I mean, equity in some places is just necessary. I mean, with the amount of, oh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The amount of stuff just going on. You know what? Let's just, with the heads up that some people get and that some other people don't get, right? And then it also feeds into these other let's call them stereotypes that people are taught. I mean, at some point, you have to look and realize that some so, of these things happen because they aren't being fixed. What? So, may I ask a well, question? Well, that's what I'm saying institutionally, though. You have to get down to the roots. I would love to see some of these NFL, and some of them do, these NFL, these NBA players, go back to their hometowns, go back to where they were raised, and set up, like... Marvin's movement. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. Marvin Wilson, who obviously played at Florida State, he set up Marvin's movement where he is going into schools. His goal is to teach kids financial literacy. Because you think about when you're in school, we weren't taught how to balance a checkbook. We weren't taught how to own a home. It's like you become an adult and you're supposed to just know how to do this stuff. And nobody knows how to do this stuff, especially if you don't have two parents in the house telling you about this. So he is trying to change things from the ground up. He's going into schools and talking about financial literacy, because if you're ever going to be independent, you have to know how to do that stuff. You have to know how to make things better for yourself. So I would love for some of these big time guys that have a bunch of money, go back to where you're from and give back and throw camps. That's great. Throw camps, but really give back to where it's needed. Giving these kids books to read, 
teaching them financial literacy, teaching them how to be independent. So just my two cents. Instead of pulling the game out of Atlanta, would it have made more sense for Major League Baseball to say all proceeds are going to these districts who are disenfranchised and we'll spotlight the laws that and the issues that are going on? I think on? that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I think that's because, again, yeah. that is giving back to a problem and trying to fix the problem instead of pulling something away and not trying to fix the root of the problem. So why don't you run for commissioner sense. so we can vote for you? Because I don't like politics. Commissioner. I just like No, commissioner. <laughs> I can't do politics. Um, but the other thing too, one last thing before we get out. Uh, well, two things: the 76ers and the Nets. They sit on top of the East. The Jazz, the Suns, and the Clippers. They sit on top of the West. That Le- they're missing LeBron in LA, and they're missing Anthony Davis. Big time. Obviously. I know JC want to say something. I know JC want to say something. Say it. Say it. You got to do it. Go ahead, say it. The, the 76ers have made me eat my words. I won't lie, because it wasn't very long ago. Well, it kind of was long ago. But it wasn't very long ago in which I was saying that it's all going to fall apart and the wheels are looking crazy and everybody, they always do this every year. So I will say, good job, 76ers. Don't blow it. Yeah, likely it'll be them and the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. And he takes a sip of water after, too. Just that touche. I, I had to wash my mouth out. Can, can I tell oh, a okay. quick story? Tell a quick story. Okay. So I think I might have told these guys. Um, maybe maybe I didn't. But there was these uh, this five-year-old, and he was talking to his mom. And he says, Mom, do whales eat people? And she says, no, whales don't eat people. He says, are you sure whales don't eat people? No, whales don't eat people. Mama, Jonah got swallowed by the whale. Jonah did not get swallowed by a whale. He says, well, when I go to heaven, I'm going to ask Jonah. And she says, what if Jonah went to hell? He said, well, then you ask her. Mm-mm. 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 Uh, no? Lord, have mercy. Is that? No? <laughs> Sorry. I'm just going to show you. Oh! She got. She left. She left. She left. Oh my gosh! Did she? You you made her. Oh my gosh! Did that just happen? We've never had someone do that before. No. Oh my gosh! Is she coming back? Do we know? I I doubt it. I doubt it. I'm sorry, oh guys. God. I hope I didn't like lose the segment for good. I'm sorry. Let me, let me oh slide over. Goodness. All right. Um, so listen, yo, guys. Thanks yo, for joining yo, us on this show. Yo. Y'all make sure to go follow Allison. <laughs> yes. Go follow at Allison Posey. Oh my God. Go follow oh her on. Go follow her on Twitter and Instagram. And if you have not, if you have not already, make sure you go follow us on Facebook at Penalty Talk, Twitter at Penalty Talk, Instagram at Throw Flags. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, also oh share on our YouTube channel. I can't believe that just happened. Oh my God! Um, Allison, if you're watching this, come back. I'm back. Oh, she came back. Oh my gosh! Cause I was like, I was shook. I was like, oh my god. I, 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 
to shut the laptop off and then karma got me because my internet went out and then the laptop went fire up. So that, that well, thanks for joining me. us, everybody. Oh my goodness. Lord have mercy. Ooh. Oh, what's up? Sorry for the, uh, the, the bit of lateness and, and some technical difficulties, but we are beyond that now. Uh, yes, sir. I'm JC. I'm Jay Peeps. Welcome and to another episode of the podcast. Wonderful episode for you today. Um, lots of An stuff amazing to talk about. Episode. An amazing episode. Lots of stuff to talk about in the NFL. 